Welcome back, Cracked fans, to another edition of the Cracked Interviews Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. To help prepare all of you listeners for the NCAA Round of 16 and home stretch of the 2021 college tennis season, what we're attempting to do here at Crack Rackets is speak with each of the remaining 32 head coaches of the NCAA Division I event. That means 16 men's coaches, 16 women's coaches, all over the next few days on this Cracked Interviews podcast. Now, without further ado, let's get to another one of our conversations with the many outstanding head coaches still alive in the 2021 NCAA Tennis Tournament. Who's your trusted source when it comes to your facility questions, concerns, and needs? Ours is Hard True, the world's largest manufacturer of tennis court surfaces, equipment, and accessories for over 90 years. Partner with their trusted team of experts, along with collegiate greats Jamie Loeb, Alex Rybakov, and Dustin Taylor to bring the service provider of over 30 professional events annually to your facility. Whether it's the red clay of the Houston ATP, the green clay courts of the Charleston WTA, or the official hard court of World Team Tennis, Hard True has you covered. If you're looking to build a court, convert a hard court to clay, or simply resurface your hard court, work together with Hard True in their mission to lead the tennis industry by creating better places to play. To learn more about their state-of-the-art surfaces, along with their catalog customizable on-court accessories, check out hardtrue.com or call 877-442-7878 today. That's hardtrue.com or 877-442-7878 today. Joining us on the show here today, first time, but a guest I have been chasing for a long time. It is Georgia <laughs> women's tennis head coach, Jeff Wallace. Coach, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm doing great, Alex. Thanks for having me. Appreciate yeah, it. I would be doing great as well if my team was, you know, one loss heading into the round <laughs> of 16. And you know, let's just start right there. You've had a lot of great teams during your years, but you look at the record for your Georgia Bulldogs this year, 21-1 heading into the round of 16. How are you all feeling heading into the home stretch? Yeah, I mean, it's been a special year for us, no doubt about it. Uh, winning the conference regular season and the conference tournament and being on the win streak that we've been on, uh, it's been really exciting. But we also know that you get down to the round of 16 at the NCAA tournament. I mean, there's 15 other teams that are going to bring it and can absolutely play and anything can happen in any match, any given day. So, um, you know, I was explaining the other day to somebody, it's not like the NBA playoffs where we're playing a three out of five or four out of seven. It's one match. And so you just have to be completely ready and realize that, it, you know, it's going to be a huge challenge from this point on for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, you know what that challenge faces, and it certainly helps uh, when you have, you know, so much talent depth from top to bottom. I have to start since I know, again, uh, you guys are headed down to Georgia. You guys got to get ready. How good is Katarina Jokic? I've watched her throughout her college career. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe, I, I just can't believe she's still in college. How, what a, what a, a sort of luxury is it when you have that sort of presence at the top of your lineup? Well, it's, it's huge. I mean, there's no <laughs> doubt about it. You, you want to have a, a superstar at number one, and, and I think we do, but you know, there are certainly other teams down there that also have a superstar at number one. Um, yeah, she's had an amazing career. 
And I think how good is she? I think she'll play on Sundays, you know, the old football <laughs> saying. So that's how good she is. Yeah, there's no denying that. And you look at her record this season, I think she's like 25-1 and one overall, 16-0 and 0 at that number one position. But, I mean, outside of number five singles where you guys have finished seven matches, and by the way, that's got to be a record of some sort to have only finished seven there. You look up and down the roster. I think no one's taken more than three losses. Uh, what sort of luxury is that to, again, know you can get to four points in so many different ways? Well, I mean, that's huge. Our doubles has been really good this year. And mm-hmm. uh, and so most of the matches, we've had that 1-0 lead. And and with the the strength of our singles lineup, it's really kind of every spot. I mean, it's not like just one or two are getting it done. And it's interesting. You point out five. That's Marta Gonzalez, who in 19, our team that, you know, played in the finals of the NCAA tournament, she was our number two player and had a heck of a year at number two. And now she's down on the five court. She just plays slow and has long rallies. <laughs> so she doesn't get to finish. But I'm telling you, all those other matches that she was playing, I, she probably would have won about 90% of them, if not 95. And, and, uh, and, you know, she's a great competitor and a really top out on the number five court, but just doesn't finish as much as the others because they seem to play a little faster. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, you look for you mention it, the fact that, yeah, they may not be getting, you know, finished at uh, in singles, but it's a testament to the success you guys have had in doubles. And you look up and down in women's college tennis this year, there are super teams, right? North Carolina is a super team. UCLA is a super team. You guys are a super team. That doubles point is going to prove so important uh, because of how difficult it's just going to be to find three, let alone four. How do you feel about your doubles? Again, you guys have taken so many points, it feels like this season. You know, I do. I really feel good about it. Uh, we've got three unique teams that kind of play different styles. And, and uh, so I kind of feel like we're, we're difficult to play against. At the same time, I mean, all the coaches down there realize that, okay, this, these doubles points, it's a six-game set, no ad scoring. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, anything can happen. I mean, and it's, it's just, you know, it's not a lot of points. And so when you, when, you know, when you only play a few points, I mean, it's just like it's a toss-up. So, you know, we have been super fortunate. If you would have told me at the beginning of the year we would win as many doubles points as we've won, I would have said there's just no way. It just can't happen <laughs> because it's just it's too little of tennis. But somehow we've, we've found a way, and, and uh, hopefully that trend will continue. A certain other Georgia coach referred to it as Russian roulette just 10 minutes earlier. Is that a fair assessment? There you go. That's basically <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> a wise man once said. Um, but no, I would uh, Yeah, I would very much agree with that. And yeah, I mean, again, to look at your lineup, match calculus, when you have this many options, it you don't probably have to do that. But to have, you know, Leah 14-3 and three at 2, to have Meg 12-2 and two at 3, uh, when your top 3 can match up with any top 3 in the country, what does that do for everyone else in the lineup? Well, I mean, I think that, that, you know, with our team is, you know, we just go out in each match and, and we play hard for each other and, mm-hmm. and we don't really look at like any one spot that's, you know, we just look at everybody and say, Hey, you know, you go bring it, give it your best effort, play with your a mind and, and just compete, play the George away. That's what we call it, which is encompasses a lot of things. But, you know, I, I feel like that they all have, you know, confidence into each other, knowing that they're all going to just compete and give it everything that they've got for, for all the right reasons. And I think, you know, a huge starting point for the success that we've had this year was when our two fifth years, you call it a super team, our two fifth years, you know, made that decision when the NCAA allowed them to, to come back for their fifth years and, you know, with EC and, and, and Marta. And, and I think it's really it's been great. They, they, you know, their senior year got cut short in March and they had unfinished business. And I, you know, a lot of seniors, a lot of players didn't choose to come back, but, you know, I think again, a testament to the university of Georgia and what a great athletic department we have and, 
what an amazing school that these seniors, you know, wanted to come back. And, and somebody who's as great as Cat, you know, is, as you referred to, um, has stayed four years and, you know, not turned pro already. Um, I think that just says a lot about our university. Yeah, plus there are worse ways than to spend four years in Athens, right? Like yeah, there are exactly. definitely worse things you could be doing. But uh, well, I, I spent five and not turned that into forty, so it's all good. <laughs> exactly, you got stuck there. Uh, yeah. But you know, again, you bring up that point of playing for each other. You you've seen what it takes for the teams that are this good to make deep runs, and I know it's a little superficial and a little cheesy, but a wise coach once said, "It's not the team that has the most talent; it's the team that loves each other the most that ends up winning." in the end I know that's an intangible quality but does your team love each other enough to get the job done well I mean that's our motto I mean we mm-hmm. just play hard for each other we play hard for Georgia we play hard for our fans and, and the program and the past players and and you know that's that's how we do it and and so you know we may not be the most talented team but I think we have you know as big a heart as anybody and uh sure there's other teams out there that are that are doing it that way and that's what makes an NCAA championship in any sport really exciting. I mean, that, this is what it's all about. And, you know, everybody pl- knows that you, you go down there and now you're in the sweet 16 and there's no tomorrow. I mean, it's, 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 it's survive in advance or, or be your season's over. And so you're going to see a lot of people playing with a lot of passion. Mm-hmm. Oh, and no doubt you'll face a passionate team in your first opponent, Virginia. What's it going to take for you guys to knock off the Cavaliers? Well, they're they're an ex, they're a great team, and they've had a, a great year, and and uh, we know it's going to be a, a, an incredible battle, and and uh, we expect that they're going to come and bring it, just like the other teams. They're going to be down there in every match, so you know we're we're really geared up and looking forward to a, just an an epic match with them. Mm-hmm. No, and it's certainly to be a fun one. Last question for you because I know you have to run. Um, I forgot to ask Coach Diaz. I have to ask you about this brand new McGill Tennis Center unveiled wow. this year you had the opportunity to play matches on it and i believe at the end you had the opportunity to have a crowd as well i haven't been down there yet but how are they playing those courts slow what do we go with conditions wise well alex you got to come down and see this place <laughs> uh we're excited to get the NCAA tournament back in athens in the future uh this this new stadium is just second to none it's absolutely fantastic and we were able to play just one match there march before the pandemic and and uh and, and then and then all of a sudden now we you know we just had built it we we're so excited we played one match and now we had to wait like a, a whole year before we were able to you know get back out there and play but yeah this past weekend with our Wake Forest match and and uh, our guys matches too I mean we we had epic crowds it was it was <laughs> awesome the you know the NCAA allows fifty percent capacity and with our stadium and everything it holds almost five thousand people the whole entire facility so mm-hmm. you know we we can obviously get a lot of people in there and. Uh, our crowds were great this weekend. Oh, I'm so jealous I didn't have the chance. But you, <laughs> you ducked the question though. Are they playing low and slow, high bouncing? What do we go with? No, they're they're basically. I, I would say they're just a pretty average speed core. I mean, <laughs> I, I I kind of feel like teams come in and they they like the speed. It's not like it's really fast. It's not like it's really slow. They don't real they don't bounce super high. We got the cushion court. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it's easy on the the body, but uh, but you know that's for the old guys like me have to stand <laughs> out there all day. Of course, the athletes they can play on anything. They're young, but uh, but you know, yeah, no, it's a it's 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 a great environment. It really is. The courts are fantastic. I just said, cat, come into my office. What do you want? No, no, no. Yeah. you tell me. You tell me, and we're just going to do that, and then we'll worry about the rest later. But yeah, that probably been a good idea too. Yeah, well, well, the, the next McGill Center. That's what we'll do yeah. as well. But obviously, Coach Wallace, again, it's a pleasure to get the chance to speak with you. Hopefully, I will see you down in Orlando. But be safe, be healthy, and good luck to you all. Obviously, uh, in your round of sixteen. 
Thanks, Alex. Enjoy being with you. Appreciate yeah, take, you. Take care. Bye. Bye.